Hey listeners, this is your host, Brother X. I've come to you guys before today's episode, and I wanted to just make sure I put the disclaimer out here. Nothing crazy happened in today's episode, but I want to make sure that it's clear that all views and opinions that are expressed in this week's discussion are of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Truth and Transparency podcast. With that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X, and your girl, the cultured scientist. You sounded like a receptionist. Okay, and? I was trying to give you a compliment. But here on the Truth and Transparency Podcast, we talk openly and honestly about everything in between and why people can't get right in 2024, why people can't take compliments. Is that a compliment? It is. Receptionists are supposed to be very kind and sweet. Are they not? They're the first person you meet at any office. I'm not wrong. I'm just asking if that was supposed to be a compliment. See, you just be assuming that I'd be saying mean things to you. I rarely say mean things to you. All right. Before the Lord strikes me down. All right. So um, we're actually thankful for all you guys, for all your support. Um, thank you to all the listeners. Shout out to all of our fans, people who have been subscribing. And hopefully y'all can start sending us donations. Money, money, money. Funds. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Um, moolah. Food. Crab legs. Mm, everything. Wings. I can't figure out what I want to say. <laughs> Food steps. <laughs> All right. Deductions. <laughs> Untraceable funds. Trips. Um, yeah, we're just going, yeah, the feds are listening. We're going to move on. <laughs> uh, and before we go any further, you want, we want to take some time to go ahead and introduce our guest. Um, first and foremost, my man has brought it back because it's almost blue crab season. The man, the myth, the legend himself, he has been training in the gym, learning how to crack crab legs with one hand. Uh, Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. Just one finger. One finger? Oh, man, he, he, he is phenomenal. God damn, what am I, Avatar, the last crab bender? The hell? <laughs> 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 Nigga talking about in the order of the, the, the way of crab bending. One finger crack. Like, god damn. Um, <laughs> all right. Fine, fine. Two fingers. <laughs> nope, nope. That was too easy. Not- He's <laughs> 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 just, just going to move on. Anywho. It's your favorite fan, favorite fan, Mr. Smith, also known as the sound by Poppy, also known as Mr. And I want to thank the listeners for the comments, the place, the subscriptions. Keep feeding us, and we will keep feeding y'all. Number one, shout out to the Chaotic Culture Podcast um, for always showing us love and support. Number two, shout out to us for hitting 5,000 plays across all social media and streaming platforms. <laughs> so you know thank you guys <laughs> I, I, I get money sorry oh, yes <laughs> thank you guys for you know always running up the plays always messaging us letting us know how you feel about the podcast just you know giving us some of your time you know while you might be driving commuting get your little sandwich you should know powwow with us because we some crazy characters um and then number three um I know we're not going to talk about this in detail. I'm just going to go ahead and skip right on through this. But um, to the person who did, who the fuck did I marry? Yeah, no. 
we just gonna move on. No, 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 we can't do it. No, it's too damn long. This nigga, that shit is longer than Roots, Titanic, and Scarface put together. No, I'm good. I don't need all that. Let me get Scarlett Montana getting shot off that balcony, and I'm good. I don't need four hours of my time on TikTok. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm good. I feel you. And then you know her, you love her. Um, I can only see like half of her over the screen. Uh, Queen C, introduce yourself. They don't let me back out the cage. First time for 2024, y'all. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, God. They might might put me back in my cage till April after this episode. Anyway. We'll we'll negotiate. (laughs) My lawyer will call your lord. Oh, lord. Anyway, it's your favorite mini thickens. It's your girl, Queen C. 61 and a half inches of fluff and fun. And... Yeah, to my brother, Mr. Smith's point, 51 parts of why the fuck did, who the fuck did I marry? Uh, no, I'd rather watch The Color Purple. I'd rather go in theaters and rewatch The Titanic. I would rather watch paint dry than watch four fucking hours of somebody being stupid enough to marry somebody that initially gave you red flags in the first two weeks. Stupid. No, not doing it. Nigga, the only place that had more red flags is a fire nation. Facts. I see what you did thank there. You. you get the drums. You. you get the drums. I'm about to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My coworkers watched that. Mm-hmm. Talked, like I basically listened and then didn't listen and then listened. Mm-hmm. And now they're on to um Love is Blind or Blind. Love is it's, it's called Love is Blind. Okay. But we 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 don't do that over here. I don't. We don't do that here. <laughs> cute black blind Panther. and apparently stupid too for some of these folks oh you ain't never lied all right um without further ado we're going to go ahead and get into our first segment of the podcast which is our mental health check where we check in with everybody see how everyone is doing we're going to start off with our friend and our guest who hasn't been with us for a bit so let's see where she is at going to see how are you doing mentally mentally surprisingly i am fantastic uh you know small minor issues here and there such as life um but i have been reorganizing my house getting everything straight have a lot of stuff you don't realize how much stuff you truly have until you actually start to organize it i have a lot of stuff um also challenged myself to read the bible this year in chronological order and i just finished day 57 in my app yeah. That's what's up. Kudos, snaps, all the things. Bravo, bravo. I mean, the old testament be interesting, man. Yeah, I gotta get past um I just got past Leviticus. I gotta get past numbers because it's all the law stuff. And and I, I am a true believer of God, but God be saying the same thing over and over again in the in these first few chapters. I think that's where our parents get it from then. Uh, well, I mean Without getting too religious, the, the Jewish people didn't listen. They did have to wander the, the, the desert for 40 years. That is right. the definition of the hardest head people I have ever known. And that's literally the part of the Bible I'm in right now. <laughs> that is why he keeps repeating it. So did you start from day one or did you start in the middle of like January or something? Just wondering. Um, I got the notion to do it January 3rd is when I started. But um, 
the app I use has different ways to read the Bible. So I chose the chronological order. So it jumps around a little bit. So it, I did the first half of Genesis, then I did Job, then it jumped back to Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and now Numbers. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. A couple years ago, I tried to read the Bible and then do like a book and follow along. Yeah, that didn't work for me. So yeah, see, I my app has a little play button. So if if my eyes get tired because I keep reading the same words over and over, I hit the play button and I let the the little British guy read the Bible to me. That's how I'm getting through it. All right. Whatever you got to do, get through. Um, Mr. Smith, I would ask you how you are doing, but I have a sense that you might be going through it right now. Mr. Smith, how are you actually doing? Um, You know, I'm 50-50, right? So on one end, a nigga, as I've always said, is tired. Like, you know, wedding planning is, is in full swing, but, you know, it's getting a little bit lighter. We've got some things pretty much kind of solidified, signed, sealed, delivered. Shout out to Stevie Wonder. Um, so, you know, we're just kind of getting that stuff out. And now we're just working on paying everything off and doing exactly what we need to do. But then it's not so bad because, like, I've been this year, I've kind of done a little bit different with, like, you know, for, for 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 clarification, back in the pandemic, I invested in a workout bench that pretty much everybody on the on the call has seen once before. Um, and so I've been really pushing myself to be like, you know what, let me actually be consistent because I always start off great. Then come, I'd say about late March, early April, I fall off really just from the food aspect or whatever. And instead... You know, then by May, I'm pissed off. I'm like, damn it, if I would have been consistent another two weeks, I'd have had exactly what I need. This year, I've actually been really consistent, and it hasn't been really hard to do a drop-off. Yeah, I've had one to two times where I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like working out today. But for the most part, I because of, like, my schedule and my and my routine, like, I feel disciplined enough that I can make it and get the goal that I want to get in May. And then on top of that, I've actually started meditating now. Now, I'm the next thing I'm going to say is going to be a little bit scary. <laughs> So just forewarning. But there are times where I will get so frustrated that I need to sit still. And, and teacher Bay knows that she, she knows when I get to this point, leave me alone. I will literally sit and meditate to either you from Kendrick Lamar, Crown from Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Queen, see your face is killing Because, nigga, what is you going through? I'm about to say... Quincy, don't worry. We're going to get the intervention set up afterwards. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't call your people. Look, at least I didn't say we cry together. Shit. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I might have to have a uh, wellness check on you. But no, um, so I will I will listen. Well, actually, I'll go to YouTube, but I'll listen to those two tracks combined, which is you and For Sale. But on YouTube, it's called God is Gangster. And honestly, it just kind of gets me back to being like, okay, shit's kind of, you know, crazy, but you're going to get through it. That's pretty much how I go about it. And then I will end off with all right, okay? So not all bad, all right? I will end off with all right, and then I will probably end off after that with, I think lately I've been doing J. Cole Neighbors, or I've been doing um, January 20, January 20th, or 29th, I think it's 29th. Um, so, you know, it's been kind of just getting me kind of calm and, and keep myself from going off the edge with these, hey, we can help you with your wedding. Shut the fuck up. Hey, do you want to pick? No, I do not. Hey, can you? No, I don't. 
leave me alone. I don't want to deal with y'all. Um, but no, outside of that, I'm just looking forward to March. Now that all of the big pieces are done, you know, my HVAC, the garage, other things. Now things are kind of cleared out and I can really focus and hone in on getting what I need to get done. So we'll see. We will see. That's fair. Uh, Coach of Scientists, how are you doing? I think all in all, good. Um, I just keep remembering it's okay if I'm not accomplishing all my goals, but as long as I keep trying, it's better than not trying at all. Um, and trying to make a positive change and know what I need to do and do it that way. Make better use of my time for what I want. Um, and it's, you know, I just feel revamped. That's it. Cool, cool, cool. What about you? <laughs> um, I'm tired. I know I've said in previous episodes the whole mantra I have for this year is just just trying to do better without putting any like parameters on it. But honestly, doing better is tiring. Mm. Um little background. I'm in the midst of trying to not only execute like two to three major uh things for my school year one was uh the kids hearts challenge working with the american heart association to raise donations for heart disease and heart related issues uh research and then also kicking off a uh cardiovascular endurance challenge for my students called jets on the run and then beyond that i have a uh, fitness competition that my county does called uh first in fitness that's coming up um, in a few weeks so i've been trying to coach and train these kids Dog, I felt like I was back in high school coaching uh, basketball because I got these kids running drills and trying to get them build up their endurance to be able to compete. And the amount of hours before work and after work that I have to put in to communicate and get all this stuff done, it's a lot. And thankfully, I'm doing a pretty good job of communicating everything out effectively. But, you know, sometimes I just need people to read. Reading is so hard for people sometimes. Reading is fundamental. But people don't do it. So it just makes my job a little bit harder. Which honestly, I'm like, I do it for the kids. I love the kids. But boy, I need for them to understand. I love the kids. <laughs> yes, I do. But boy, do they test my patience. Uh, but besides that, just the daily, just trying to continue to do better, get right. And on a more positive note, the culture scientists and I have fully paid off our uh, tickets to Dreamville, so you know we're going to be in there like swimwear. I'm looking for my outfit. Oh, yeah. We said we're looking for outfits. So if you have any suggestions, please send them our way. Um, if you haven't heard of Dreamville, just Google it. You'll see the vibe, and then just send them to us. Maybe we'll shout you guys out on the pod. Um, but, yeah, beyond that, let's go ahead and get into um, something real quick I wanted to bring to um, the, the group's attention. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Don Julio has an evil cousin. Yeah. Listen, what you cannot see on the screen is that you have the um, bad bitch version of a bottle of Don Julio on our screens right now. Is this made by the actual company? I do not believe so, but all I know is somebody bedazzled that bitch. If that if that was a real person, he would have he or she would have that evil mustache that curls up at the ends. Who's somebody's birthday present? Dog, that shit looks wild. Like that it looks shit like they like took her. That oh, that shit looked like him off Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah, you know he got, like, five bottles of that yeah. in the crib. Like the shoe? Like, if there was, like, a pose or something, they would have it in their hand. Oh, yeah. With it. Yeah. Doc, I just know that makes you call your ex. 
I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Wait, hold on. Two shots of that would make you think, you know what? Where did we go wrong? How do we make this better? Like y'all start you start Don't seeing the it. ghost of Drake pop up. Oh. Marvel room start playing. I'm just saying we could be better. You still call me on my cell phone. <laughs> But, but no, no bullshit. I really feel like looking at this bottle, I would see this at a table in a club with nothing but bad bitches. Like, literally, I could see, like, uh, I don't know, let's go, whatever IG model people think of where they can get, they get hosting a club or whatever. They get 10 of their friends or whatever, and they're the ones that be like, I want this bottle right here. And then the next thing you know, you see they're all on everybody's Instagram. So you're like, how the fuck did you bedazzle a Don Julio bottle? I got questions. And then it's like, all right, like you just said, you drink that. So how many of y'all are smashing tonight? Because that looks like it's got ill intentions all over the place. Oh, yeah, no. That shit come with five plan Bs. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> They come with a manual. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. <laughs> All right. Five plan Bs. Oh, golly. Bravo. Oh, no, you can't be too short. Bravo. But I, 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 I listeners, I don't know if you can hear, but if you can, I am clapping for that man because that man said five plan Bs. Hey, yo. <laughs> well, you need it because it definitely don't come with a pullout plan. Oh, ain't oh, no pulling out. Ain't no pulling out. Ain't no pulling out. <laughs> One shot of that. Ain't no pulling out. Oh no, babies. Oh. Two two shots, you skeeting like a Uzi, just all up in the club. Just I'm hitting that. <laughs> Listeners, you cannot see the coach Sasha's face, but she had the look of disgust and confusion. She was so confused, like, what did I just hear? Listeners, it's not I cannot get one, I cannot do the one eyebrow raise naturally or quickly, even when I think about it. But I just did it then. Okay? <laughs> All right, um, that was just a quick hitter. Uh, did anybody have any more thoughts before we moved on from the evil Don? What you drink just put the video camera oh, away. Hey, whoa, hey, wait, wait, whoa, just... whoa, moving on. <laughs> we just gonna move on. Um, if you heard it, you heard it. If you did it, you didn't. Mrs. Smith, when you listen back to it, you know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what she said, but as soon as I hear it, I will decide. And I probably will keep it in because if it's that good, oh no, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen when you take a shot of that Don Julio. You go well, keep it. No, 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 no. He'll he'll listen back to it and post. He'll he'll figure it out. <laughs> well, all right. So we're actually going to go ahead and take a little bit of time out of our day to get our little sports update. Mr. Smith, play the music. Um, so the last time you heard from us listeners, which I believe was the last time because we had to record prior to Valentine's Day, the Super Bowl didn't happen yet. And, uh, the Chiefs went against the 49ers. And for the first quarter and a half, 49ers was in that ass. I, I mean, outside of that Christian McCaffrey fumble, which is rare, but it all came crashing down when Drake Greenlaw tore his Achilles running on the field. I, to this day, I still, I'm like that. 
I don't know what kind of script writer y'all have, but that, how, how does that happen? And it ain't like it's a football play or whatever. This nigga was really just trying to wait for a punt return to be fielded. Took one wrong step and tore his Achilles. And, and, and the crazy part is, I watched that game live. As soon as he went down, I said, I know this nigga did just tear his Achilles running on the field. And Teacher Babe was like, no, no, you got to have hope. I'm like, no, baby, I, I, I love you. But I know when someone goes down like that, that's an Achilles. I know because I have actually almost tore mine. And I know exactly what that feels like. Mm -mm, he's done. And uh, if you don't know about the 49ers, Drake Greenlaw is one of the most integral parts of the uh, 49ers defense outside of Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and Chase Young. But as soon as he went down, boy, them Chiefs was like, we got life. And Patrick Mahomes went off. They ended up going to overtime. And when they went to overtime, <laughs> the ref flipped the coin and was like, 49ers, which I, I'm sorry, I, to this day, I still don't understand how the 49ers are the visiting team, yet have the better record. I understand when Teacher Bay told me, well, it's because the um, the Chiefs are the reigning champions. I'm like, I get that, but they have the better record. Anywho. 49ers won the toss and said, we want the ball. Niggas, people, if y'all would have saw Patrick Mahomes go, word, wait, you want the ball? Are you like, and even the ref said, are you sure? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we want the ball. Okay. Listeners, what they didn't realize was the overtime rules were changed last year or a couple years ago, in which each team gets a chance. So, for, so Chiefs was like, oh, whatever you do, all we got to do is match it or beat it, and we win. And that's literally what happened. Chiefs won. Real quick, I gotta I gotta cut in. Whenever multiple niggas look at you in a situation and ask you, do you want to do that? Are you sure? That is your two black warnings saying, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Do not do it. Don't pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Mm -mm, can't have it. All right, Mr. Smith. Yep, and thank you to Queen C. It was changed after the Chiefs Bills playoff game last year, which I remember because the Bills was like, we would have had a chance. If we would have got the ball, we would have had a chance. So, yeah. So, anywho, Chiefs won. They're now back-to-back -back champions, and they're looking for a treat, Pete. Taylor Swifties was in full effect. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you. I turned that game off after halftime. We watched the Usher set. Usher was amazing. He brought out everything. He did. He actually did everything almost. No, he did everything for the residency. He did the triple pose. He did the roller skating. He came out and had several wardrobe changes. He had all the hits. That halftime show was for us millennials. Everyone that grew up, that was for us. Gen Zers, Gen Alphas, y'all can kick rocks. That was for us. Um, so, yeah, NFL's done. I would go into the free agency and all that, but I'll save that for the next episode because there's a whole bunch of stuff with that, even with the Justin Fields thing that just came out. Moving on to the NBA. Uh, All-Star Weekend had happened, and uh, Michael Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys was a fucking bully in the celebrity game. This nigga bowled over everybody <laughs> and just was either dunking on people or laying up on people. And you can tell there are celebrities that, like, watch the game but don't really understand the game. At one point, one of the teams were had five minutes where they're on fire, where three people are, every time they score, it's double points. As I say that, the first thing in my mind is, okay, force feed those three people, and every time they score, you get double points. You know what they did, people? They threw it to everybody else but three people. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Either way, um, 
I believe Team Steven, no, Team Shannon Sharp won. Yeah. Yeah, Team Shannon Sharp won. Michael Parsons was MVP. Moving on to Saturday, and Saturday was okay. The scale challenge was okay. The three teams were the Team Pacers, Team Top Number One Overall Picks, and Team All-Stars. They ended up going to overtime with Team Pacers and Team All-Stars for a half-court shot. And my nigga, I, if you watched that, you would have thought that they were pop, they were like uh, rec players. Because for them to be able to hit half-court shots in regular games, they took a long time to hit that shot. But shout-out to Team Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton. He ended up hitting it. Three-point contest, lit, as always. That pretty much is now the top billing um, contest for Saturday night. Uh, Dane ended up winning back-to-back, defeating Carl Anthony Towns. So that was dope. Uh, Sabrina Anescu versus Steph Curry. Hmm. Listen, hmm. I have always supported WNBA ever since Cheryl Swoops and uh, Cynthia Cooper back in the 90s. Yes, listeners, I can age that. So, you know, I'm in the trenches with that. Lisa, Lisa Leslie, all of them, right? For Sabrina Anescu to shoot from NBA range and damn near had almost the best round, almost that, or her score matched the best round almost of the first round of the three-point contest. That says something, right? And I don't I don't understand why everybody was getting kind of like, oh, well, you know, she should be shooting at a WNBA three-pointer and she should be shooting with the 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 uh WNBA ball or she, you know, it should be mashed up or whatever. It's like, look, the WNBA ball is pretty much the same, almost the same size as the NBA ball, give or take what two inches or so, 28.5 versus 29.5 to 30. That's not that big a deal. And technically speaking, for her to hit that at a deeper range says more about her than it says about them. But teachers on, I'm all, I'm all um, an advocate for women's sports, and I actually was like, I, I wanted to vote, I voted against Steph because I wanted her to win. Steph ended up winning, but you know, it was still a good contest, and I definitely didn't like how Katie Smith. You said <laughs> he what? Did. Yeah, I said he, did. he won. Yeah, and I didn't like how Kenny Smith and the rest of them talked about her like that. Like, wait, hold on, what? Dog, come on now. Like, y'all, y'all messed this whole thing up, but whatever. Dunk contest. Listen, listen. Number one, judges. We need some clear judging because some of them shits bullshit. There should be no reason Jalen Brown was in the finals at all. I don't all this nigga did was tribute dunks. He tributed Dominique Wilkins. He tributed D Brown. And then there was somebody that passed away. I can't remember his name. Tributed him. And then he jumped over Kai. Well, no, the jump over Kai not was the D Brown. But it was like, this ain't no 50 or 49 or what, what they gave him. Like, that was some bull. Um, Matt McClung, which, who was my star to win, they did him dirty on that first dunk. Because I'm sorry, if you jump over somebody, you can pause in midair, lose the ball, get it back, and then dunk it. That's a 50. Why the hell does this nigga get a 44? I said, hold, oh, who, who, wait. So, so Jalen Brown can do a regular Dominique Wilkins windmill, but this nigga jumped over somebody and paused in midair, and you gave him less of a, okay, whatever. Either way, they you could tell that the NBA was like, okay, we can't let this G-leaguer win because... He's a G leaguer, and we need our stars to win. And they, and I ain't gonna lie, Jacob Toppin should have been in the finals instead of Jalen Brown, but whatever. Another strip, another day. Uh, when Matt McClung cleared Shaq, and I mean, listeners, 
There's a time where you plant on somebody, and then there's something where you click. Matt McClung cleared Shaq. And for reference, Shaq is seven foot two. This nigga cleared him, double clutched it, and dunked it. Game over. We we done. There's nothing else that needs to be said. In. And the crazy part is Matt McClung won the dunk contest and still hasn't brought out his best dunk yet. That's the crazy part. So um that was cool. And the all-star game was trash. I'm going to call it what it is. All-star game was basura. There should be no reason whatsoever that a team puts up 200 points in an all-star game. None. Zero. Zilch. You give me the 110s, the 130s, the 150s, fine. It's all-star. I get it. 200 points? What the fuck is this? NBA 2K on rookie? And you, my player, just going for 130 points? No. What the hell? So, yeah, no, nah, they got to they gotta go back to that old format where each quarter goes to a charity, and then the last quarter is whoever has the top score plus 24 for Kobe's uh, legacy. They need to go back to that because this that game was big. Listeners, I fell asleep by halftime. That's how bad that game was. Mm. And it was, this is me we're talking about here. I fell asleep at halftime. Um, so going into the last thing, NCAA women's, shout out to Caitlin Clark for breaking the um, NCAA women's scoring record. And the way that she did it, even I was like, yo, did you really just pull up for the logo? It was like, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and get this done and out the way. I was like, wait, what? How? How How in the blue hell did you do that? So Caitlin is her. Uh, we'll see if she ends up going back to school for her senior year or or her next, her last year or she goes into WNBA. Um I wouldn't be mad if she went back to school because her NIL deal will probably be give her more money than what the WNBA can offer. But you know, it is what it is. But um, that's all for Sports Center. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you want to learn more about the NFL, especially as we now go into free agency and uh the draft, hit up my boy Red Wolf with his YouTube and his Instagram. His links will be in the description below. Plenty of the music. Um, getting into other things that was just straight trash in Basuda. Uh, Mango Mussolini asked Mr. Sis with uh, Apropoli, um, uh, proclaim him to be. Uh, Donald Trump decided at a, I believe it was a Philadelphia or Pennsylvania sneaker con, decided he wanted to launch his own shoe line or sneaker line. I believe they called it, um, the official name is the Never Surrenders. But as I would like to call them, as and what I'm going to call them are the insurrection ones. So basically, for those who don't say it again, the J sixes. Wow, that's solid. That's solid. That I'm doing solid. it again. Good applause. That was good. Three points. Well, basically, the story reads that Trump made a surprise appearance in Pennsylvania this past uh, that particular weekend, sparking booze. Trump unveiled his gold. Custom Trump branded sneakers now on sale for the drum roll, please. $399 a pair. Oh, hell no! Limited edition causing major controversy. Fans called for January 6th. Wow, just terrible. Um, but basically, if listeners, if you have ever seen this. I don't know if you if I'm aging myself, but do you remember the old Kiss Bops videos where like they dressed them up and they have to try to look cool while they were doing remixes of songs? 
That's what them shits look like. Dog, they look like the, like, you know the gold boots for Qs? These look like the suburban version of them joints. Dog, these, them shits look, look like the bronze baby boots. <laughs> Dog, these shits is trash. Like, first and foremost, like you... He's patronizing us. Oh, very much so. Like, he is literally went to what is... What used to be because uh, secret cons and secret heads have become very gentrified, but that's a story for another day. Um, a very black environment to try to promote sneakers because he thinks that's going to resonate with black people. Which I know this isn't in the document. Um, Fat Joe, come to the come to the stage, please. Nigga, why are you showing off a parachute of those? That T gonna look like an L by the time you're done wearing them shoes. Um, and for the other dude who I saw bought a pair that day, I hope all your shoes get scuffed. I hope you get creases in the toe line of every pair of Jordans you got. Because what in God's green earth will give you the audacity, the right, the unmitigated gall to get these shoes? You know what? Um, Michael Steely from um, a former uh, Republican, um, can you share your thoughts? If you want to know what Trump campaign staffers think about you, just watch Fox News like this weekend when they gushed over Donald Trump's new ploy for money. A limited edition series of gaudy gold $400 Trump sneakers. And like they always do on Fox, somebody said the quiet part out loud on what the big sneaker strategy is really all about. Even the sneaker thing. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the, you know, th this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Um, I would Seriously? like to bring before the black delegation. Um, can we change? Can we use a new term for uh, uh, the culture? I, I don't think we're, we're going to use it ever again. I feel so disgusted and have disdain for it now. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still probably going to use it. Continue. All right, Queensy, go ahead. Two points. One. Is, does, is this the same Donald Trump that understands culture that was eating a uh, taco bowl on Cinco de Mayo in Trump Tower? Okay. Point two. If I see any person of color walking around in the Trump dunks, I'm whooping your ass. Just call him Trump. <laughs> Mr. Smith. All right, one, I just want to let him play out the rest of his comment because he said something really powerful at the end. Why didn't I think of this when I ran the RNC? Let's see. Black folks love sneakers, and we can paint them gold. This, this can't miss. Trust me, it's a big miss, and they ugly as hell. Yeah, so I, I'm sorry. Michael still said it best for me, but the part that I want to pick out on is um, when the guy said, you know, Black people love sneakers. So, you know, they're getting to them at a level that is beyond politics. 
First of all, you want to know what that sounded like to me when I first heard it? That sounded like, hey, you may not understand all these big words, but do you understand watermelon and chicken? Can you chuck and jive down the country road to the... And then secondly, when, when you're talking about the the we're going to go for those shoes, I'm sorry. I wouldn't even see gangster niggas wearing that on 4th of July. Like it's 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 a no for me, dog. And so I agree. If I'm I'm like Queen C. If I see them shits, I'm she's getting she's getting the first couple licks in that she tagging me and I'm beating that ass. But overall, I just want to say people Donald Trump ain't going nowhere. So what we did in 2020, we gotta do again. So please be vigilant. Please don't try to be on some, oh, well, you know what? I ain't going to vote or whatever because we saw what happened in 2016. And then we saw what they're going to try to do in 2020, what they tried to do in 2020. And now they're going to try to do it even more in 2024. I understand Joe Biden didn't do everything that he said he's going to do. But let me put it to you in a way that makes complete and utter sense. Would you rather have somebody that's always in the news for some fuck shit? Or would you rather have somebody that will do the job? It may not be the superstar. We can give you an average double-double a night. It may not be the most spectacular double-double, but 15 and 10 a night, you can keep going the rest of your life versus somebody who literally had us at war with other people pretty much the entire time. We're just like, is China going to get us? Is India going to get us? Is Japan going to get us? Is Germany going to It's like, damn, which one? We No. And remember, if nothing else, this is the same nigga that told you to drink bleach. When the pandemic started, Peppers Farmer members, go ahead. Um, uh, Coach of Science is first. To the point when, like you said, when he said they're gonna, you know, they love sneakers. Okay, first off, not that I love us, but you're referring to the small subset of the group that will buy them, and yes, still unfortunately vote for him. But there's also a subset of a group of people who might buy the sneaker and does not mean they are supporting him. Okay. Um, it's just a whole bunch of intertwined things. I mean, they they're not gonna vote for you when I say support. That's what I mean. I got you. I got support. you. I understand what you're saying. Um, I'm just really, are we that dumb? Is that, is that really what you think of us? Continue. The problem is people continue to prove them semi-right or enough to make you know this. You know this, man. Uh, I'll tell you one thing before I go to Queen C. If I see them shits at Dreamville Fest, oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no. I'm stopping that nigga out. Oops, I'm so sorry. Oops, I'm so sorry. I'm about to say you might trip down a hill. Um, Queen C. Yeah, the power of the Trump dunks ain't got nothing on a good pair of black Nikes. First of all, um, oh yeah, no, with the laces tied all the way up, them shits is crushed up. Like them yeah. things is creased up to hell. Oh yeah, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, secondly, it just came to mind. Y'all remember the movie Undercover Brother? It was like, how are we going to get the black vote? The chicken. Yes. That's what the fuck this is. Wow. Basically, the wow. chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got you got that one. You right. How about say you are very accurate on I that. Agreed. But um. Moving on to something else. Um, this story is about when love goes wrong and when breaking and entering isn't breaking and entering. 
Uh, Mr. Smith, play the clip. What's the craziest thing you ever did for love? Technically, I, I did breaking and entering, but it really wasn't like the craziest thing I did for love. How many people were scared? I'd say uh, ran my ass over with a car. How, how long ago was this? I was about 18, so it's been over 10 years. So you didn't get charged? I passed the actual limitations. What did you just say? Okay, you better now? We're friends. Y'all wasn't still kicking it still, wasn't it, after you ran him over? We were still sleeping together. What's your sign? I'm a Libra. Where's the breaking and entering happening? Okay, so they was like, uh, I'm going out with my friends. And I was like, all right, bet, but we share locations. And I was like, for you to be going out, you still at home. It, it really wasn't breaking and entering because I had a key. It wasn't a forced entry. Legally, it's not a forced entry. To me, you want to know where I was coming, so I just kind of popped up and, and let myself in. What was he doing when he was there? He was just asleep? Yeah, he was getting plowed like a tractor. Uh, shout out to the Hopeless Romantic uh, OC official on Instagram for that phenomenal video and editing. We can't take full credit for that. But, whoo, you want to talk about a roller coaster. I like feel like I blinked and then I missed something because I was like, hold on, the breaking and entering and you ran over the person with your car? And you ended up saying that the person was getting plowed like a tractor? You was getting dug out? Sir Duggington? Um, Mr. Smith for Queen y'all have any thoughts? Girl, that's a booty hole. That's a booty hole, girl. That's a booty hole. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> Two oh, points. Solid, yes. Solid, solid. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm gonna get my little bit of shade for this moment. And to the trainer, you know who you are because I know you listening. This is your alma mater, so you gotta deal with this. But for this nigga to have on a Howard sweatshirt at Howard, and he is saying this, fail. <laughs> this is not a good look. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. The dude that scammed or the dude that saw his man get plowed like a tractor and then ran him over after breaking it in or <laughs> These are the same people you produce at Howard? Okay, that, that that's the rest. That's the last of my shade. We all a good HBC family. But overall, um... <laughs> The host, God bless him, because his face was like, um, I want to keep this going, but I am scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it just keeps getting worse. This is just a car crash that you're seeing it, and you're just seeing the car roll, and you're like, I can't turn away, because this is bad. And when he said, what were they doing? They were just chilling there? Oh, no, they were getting plowed like a tractor. The, the fact that you just said that so calmly. Um, well, aren't you scared about this? No, the statute of limitations already passed. The fact that you know that. So that's a problem. You need help. <laughs> put, uh, put the ad here. <laughs> seek, seek better help. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, plot like a tractor is wild. I'm sorry. Like the minute he said it, I thought of uh Chloe Bailey and Swarm just getting them cheeks clapped, just booty jiggling when you walk in the room. That's what I saw in my head. Sound like two niggas dapping. <laughs> I mean, technically, it was. You know what? Never mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, solid. They was gripping something up. You will not bring up Miami. I'm just saying that's what pops into my head. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. We gonna keep that story in the closet. Hold on. No, no, no. So we'll be right back.
I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm gonna <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds familiar. I'm sorry, listen. Oh. Oh. Please excuse us. Oh. We just had a amongst friends. That shit is forever oh. funny. I, I'm just gonna leave no. you with this. I'm just gonna leave you with this. I'm not. I'm not gonna bring that situation up. That statute of limitations is still off for that one. But um, all I'm gonna say is, he talking about the homeboy was getting plowed like a tractor. Guarantee you, they was on that evil Don Julio, and then they were oozing it up afterwards. It's... Oh yeah, no. Mm -mm. Don't disagree. Oh yeah, no. It was it was it was a wild time. All right. Um, something that else is wild. Uh, Mr. Smith, do you want to take this one? Sure. So the the uh, tagline reads: Delta flight diverted after maggots fall on passenger from overhead bid. Oh, that's nasty. Disgusting. Um, so, uh, wary airline passengers already on guard for unruly passengers and even real life snakes on planes might have one more thing, however improbable, to add their sleep of possible in-flight disruptions. And it's an icky one. Maggots. Yep. Those creepy creatures that thrive on fetid food and waste have joined the pantheon of things that can cause a flight to change course and ruin travel plans. Uh, Delta Airlines Flight 133 departed Amsterdam, Netherlands, bound for Detroit, Michigan. But one hour into the flight, the Airbus A330-300 had to turn back to Amsterdam's, I'm not even going to try to say that word, Schvold, Schvold, whatever, airport, after maggots reportedly fell onto a passenger from an overhead bin. The station interviewed passenger Philip Schott a Netherlands native now living in Iowa who said he saw about a dozen of the creatures on a woman sitting next to him. She was freaking out. She was just trying to kind of fight off these maggots. I don't really know what was going through my mind. I was trying to process it. Disgust was, was the first thing. Uh, and we had to wait there for help to actually come. Shot said the flight crew eventually traced the maggots to a passenger's bag, which contained rotten fish wrapped in newspaper. He told the station that the bag was moved to the back of the plane, and it was announced the plane was going back to Amsterdam. Uh, Shot ended up taking another flight to the U.S. a few hours later. Now, I'm only going to say this, and I'm going to let y'all have it. To whoever's bag that was, my nigga, if you put rotten fish over top of the overhead bin, number one, how did that get through TSA? Because I am a little bit worried about that. But number two, if that shit falls on me and that's your bag, oh, we fighting. Oh, we fighting. And I am giving you the six-piece spicy combo with the extra biscuit on the side. You are getting hit with so many Mayweather combinations. It's going to feel like it was the WBAO heavyweight championship of the world. My nigga, what was in your mind to think you could transport rotten fish on an airplane. Even then, if you were to do that, I would have rather you put it in a Ziploc bag. My nigga, what? Nah, we got it. We got you. We got to fight, and you about to be probably in a hospital when I'm good. When I'm done with you. Oh no, I am beating your ass like you are. Like I'm raw from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I'm gonna beat you with that fish. I'm gonna beat you upside the head with that fish. I promise you. Jesus, all twelve of his disciples ain't stopping me. It ain't gonna be two. It ain't gonna be two fish. Two fish and three loaves of bread. It's gonna be two fish in my fist. Why are we transporting raw and fish across 
in the air. Why are we transporting rotting fish? Why are we transporting fish internationally? This is general. Why are we transporting fish like this on an airplane? And you, it's for you. Like I know some people smell musty, but damn, I didn't know you did it intentionally. Secondly, yes. Somewhere in there, when you were reading, mm. it sounded like you said multiple things fell down. So more than maggots, or just like more than one maggot. Oh, it was more than one maggot. It was like a handful, like at least ten to fifteen maggots fell on this person. So I'm not gonna lie. When you before you even got to say what it was, my first thought goes. So there was a dead body. Oh God. <laughs> and then when you were talking about the bag, you when they found the bag before you even said what was in the bag, I was like, a dead body, <laughs> a hand, a leg. <laughs> it was not fish. <laughs> True. I just been watching a lot of NCIS, CSI, Law and Order. You know? Mm -mm. Just no, 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 so many questions. Quincy. I too have a lot of questions, culture scientists, but I'll just ask one. What the fuck is going on with airplanes in the year 2024? We are barely in March. We have already had an actual snake on a plane. We have had maggots. We have had a door fly off mid takeoff. What the fuck is going on with airplanes? Y'all y'all have me scared to fly. What what is we doing? Mm, I don't know, man. It it's just all bad. Just no, 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 no. You know what else is a big ass no? In Black History Month, uh, Rachel Dolezal, or as uh, Mr. Smith. All right, so Mr. Smith, can you all pronounce her new name that she's going by now? Nkechi Diallo. Apparently, Rachel Dolezal, or whatever Mr. Smith said, has been dismissed from a current teaching job over her OnlyFans account. First and foremost, Coach Scientist, did you have on your bingo board of 2024 Rachel Dolezal having OnlyFans? I wasn't even think she was relevant anymore. She's never been. Well, let me not lie. She has been relevant. I didn't even think we were talking. I, I thought she disappeared. Apparently, she went to go be a teacher again. So let, let, let's give let's give the listeners a little bit more details. In a recent turn of events, Rachel Dolezal, who now identifies as what Mr. Smith said earlier and previously made headlines as a controversial former NAACP chapter president, has been dismissed from her teaching position at an element. You were around little children? Got your booty hole out? Wow. Um, was teaching at an elementary school in Arizona. The Catalina Foothills School District took action after discovering uh, Dolezal's uh, OnlyFans account, which was promoted on her public social media profiles, according to News for Tuscan. Uh, yes, Tuscan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry. Um, Rachel uh, supplemented her income by selling OnlyFans content for a monthly description of $10 a month. Now, before I go further, I know this is wild, but it's a shame that teachers in general have to do that. But that's a whole other story for another day. The district spokesperson, Julie uh, Barbark, Barbark, whatever it is, highlighted that uh, Rachel's online activities breached the school's social media and staff ethics policies leading to her immediately immediate termination. What was she doing on OnlyFans? Mr. Smith! You know what to do. Mr. Smith, um, I know you don't 
uh, frequency streets, but um, we have done top research or we hired top men to um investigate says research. Listeners, if you know how to find this information, you're nasty. But um, yeah, just know it it is it's it's interesting. Um, while we go through this and Mr. Smith pulls that up, uh Queen C, you have any thoughts? I I I have a, a lot of thoughts. Um first of all, bitch, how dare you? Right in front of my Black History Month? Really? Really? Like I first off, I'm not calling her in catchy Diallo. Her mama named her Rachel. I'ma call her Rachel. Secondly, somehow, like every other year since like 2017, she has managed to pop up. And it's always in the month of February. I'm calling it a conspiracy theory right now. Like, and then I, I don't I don't know this whole transracial thing. You have to pretend to be black to teach about black studies. As a woman who has a degree in African-American studies, please, listeners, let it be known that one of my professors was a curly, red-headed, ethnic Jewish man who had an affection for Marcus Garvey. He did not have to pretend to be Black to teach us about Marcus Garvey. He just did it. Hold on, Quincy. That is probably one of the blackest statements I have ever heard. <laughs> when my man brought up, you brought up Marcus Garvey, I'm like, sheesh. All right, carry on. I'm just saying, he's, he's written several books about him as well. Like, that, as far as black history goes, that is his favorite person ever. But he ain't have to pretend to be black to teach us about him and go in depth on it. So, I, I just, I just want to preface what I'm going to say next. Um, please, please know, this is my disclaimer, uh, the following is... The opinion of Queen C, it does not reflect the opinions of Brother X, the culture scientist, nor Mr. Smith. Thank you. The check is in the mail. No problem. Um, I would like for us to take Rachel Dolezal and Travis Kelsey's barber and whatever sports announcer tried to claim that Taylor Swift was going to make the swag surf popular. The swag surf niggas been doing for the last 15 years. I want us to take those three individuals and I want us to throw them in the deepest, darkest part of the ocean, specifically the Pacific Ocean, because our ancestors are already in the Atlantic and we will not trash their burial site. That was um, so sophisticated because I was like, okay, oh, oh, yes. You're saying you can't sit with us. I like that. I like that. Separate but equal. Wow. Wow. Touche. Wow. Uh, <laughs> say that again, uh, uh, Coach Scientist. So this chick really thought she wasn't going to get in trouble for that? Thank you for sharing with what she... What she I was about to say, listen. Wow, to I saw what she did on, on OnlyFans. No, she got the whole wow. booty, out, a booty hole out for like $10. And only $10? <sighs> yeah, just if you want to do it, don't be a cheap hoe. So, listeners, y'all can't see these images, but um, <laughs> <See? laughs> um I need y'all to understand. Um, have y'all ever seen that that one Disney Channel show where the little girl has like on um, the stripe uh, stripe socks or leggings, or whatever, and she does like the clock sign with her legs? 
the big listen, comfy couch. You're talking about Luna the Clown, you asshole. <laughs> listen, I don't know if you understand. If you know what that person is, and you know that show, you are getting the reference. That's what it looks like, like the adult rated version of that. Because I, I have never in my life not wanted to see um, certain body parts of a person ever. Uh, I, I have one more thing to say um, to whoever paid that $10 to get these images on OnlyFans. Sir and or ma'am, them, whoever. What the fuck? Secondly, I hope no one else spends money on her OnlyFans page because don't nobody want to see her fake black coochie. The boochie? <laughs> <laughs> <in> a boochie. <laughs> that might be the kind of episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> the boochie. <laughs> The Bucci. <laughs> fake black coochie. I mean, it's plenty of real black coochie out here. You gotta pay to see fake black coochie. Oh. All right, Mrs. Smith. Uh, I I'm sorry the Bucci's taking me out. Um I did not have Rachel Dolezal on my 2024 bingo card. I also didn't know that I could see I would be able to see her birth canal because my god, I'm seeing everything and I am scared. Um, I, for you, I understand that you need to get additional income because thanks to knowing what Brother X and Teacher Bay do for a living, like, you know, obviously I feel, and this is me, this is me personally, I feel that teachers should be one of the most highest paid uh, professions of all. Say it again. Because they are leading and developing the future the youth for the future in order for them to be our future doctor and lawyers, blah, 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 blah. But um, what I didn't think was, okay, again, and, 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 and Brother X, before you even say it, I'm already going to put the disclaimer in the front, so we ain't even got to talk about that. Um, about, so you already knew what it was. Yeah, I, I got to put the disclaimer in the front. when we were um, going to talk about Bucci, we, we, we were just going to get here. Yeah. Um, I'm only going to say this one thing and one time only. I never knew there were pictures that would make me go soft. These are the type of pictures that I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I now understand when women get dick pics and they immediately just like, yeah, I'm going to bed. This here, I would like, just hypothetically, I'm out. Teacher Bay is not in the picture, even though she's my person. But in a hypothetical universe, I'm out. I'm at the club. I'm at the bar, whatever. This chick comes up to me and says, oh, yeah, we can blah, 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 whatever. I see these pictures of me like, you know what? I got church in the morning. I need to go. I need to go pray about this. Because <laughs> this is difficult. This is a lie. Uh, Mr. Smith, I'm going to need you to, we're going we gonna to have a flashback real quick. You oh, remember God. a certain establishment we went for my bachelor party weekend? Yes. She would be the main attraction. Oh, oh God. God damn it, Taz. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and uh, Let, I, I think we need on. to go ahead and move on. Let's just Please. move on. All right. From the um, <laughs> Blame it on the Bucci. <laughs> All right, uh, for this last story, um, we're going, funny enough, speaking of Atlanta, um, there is a story that came out with um, a Sir Camden, Camden, Cameron Newton, um, where he decided that um, 
yeah, y'all niggas can't hold me. You can't fight me. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to whoop your ass. And y'all ain't going to do shit about it. And my hat ain't going to move. So, listeners, if you have not seen it, at a recent 7-on-7 uh, football either camp or competition, Cam Newton got into, I won't even call it a fight because a fight implies that there's two chance uh, both sides can win. In this particular situation, Cam Newton literally dogged walked six other black male individuals at this 7-on-7 event after they decided they're going to try to jump him. Listeners, Cam Newton is like 6'4", 6'5", 250 pounds of muscle. And word to um, Bomani Jones. He called, He said that Cam Newton is a big motherfucker. Listen, I don't know if you know, but you don't fuck with big motherfuckers. That's why they call big-ass motherfuckers. Am I saying that right, Mr. Smith? Listen, you yeah. just got to understand that I kid you not. He has one dude trying to slam him. Dude, Cam ain't moving. The other dude is moving. Cam has another dude by his locks. Slams him, has another dude in the headlock, and his fedora, which I don't know why he has a hole in the top of his fedora, but that's Cam Newton. He is literally whooping these niggas like he is Darkwing Duck. Um, Any thoughts, Mr. Smith? I, I want to emphasize what you said. Cam Newton is six foot five, 250 pounds, right? I'm going to take it a step further. In Cam Newton's MVP year, this man would run QB option, okay? He's going against linebackers that are, you know, um, I would say about 265, 270 maybe, and they had trouble bringing him down. These are trained professional athletes. I'm talking wake up, workout. Go to uh, you know, meetings, do drills, like they are the most fit in shape people ever, and they had trouble bringing them down. What makes you think three normal ass niggas is gonna bring down this nigga? What makes it worse is Cam beat one this fight without throwing a single punch. He literally just threw people everywhere, and at that point, it's like I don't know how I would feel. I wouldn't be able to show my face if the fact that I, me, let's just say me, Brother X, Drewski, Taz, jumped, mm, we're going to say Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey hip-tossed all of us. Nigga, I don't want to show my face ever again. Why are we oh, doing no. this? Why are we doing it? And then for to make matters worse, this was a seven-on-seven tournament, right? This is for the kids. What kind of of example on both Cam's side as well as the other coaches' side that were fighting? Because this was this was all coaches, I believe, that were fighting. Maybe like one right. player, but all coaches. What example are we showing? Me and Teacher Bay had a conversation the other the other day about you know when we have our future kids, would I be involved in refereeing or coaching, whatever? Which I wouldn't mind coaching, you know, my my future son or future daughters you know, sports stuff. But the thing that worries me is because my dad, shout out to Daddy Smith, was a referee and a coach when I was going up through Pop Warner. The amount of times that I have seen this man have to like restrain himself because these parents got worse and worse about trash talking, calling people out, all the shit that he did. And that was in the 90s. 
it has gotten progressively worse. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. Between, I'd say, 90, 95, yeah, 95 and 2002. Yeah, 95 and 2002, decent. Everybody knew, like, hey, these are kids. Let's sort of play, you know, cheer them on, whatever. But the amount of trash talking and reckless shit that has grown since then, I have seen AAU games end off in fights. Not from the players, but from the parents. I have seen refs have to fight off other people. What are we doing? And the last thing, and then I'll, I'll give it back to y'all. Instead of y'all trying to fight Cam Newton, get wisdom from him. He is a person that has actually made it to the NFL. Something that point whatever percent of people do when they do sports in high school and college. Not only has he made it, he was an MVP of the year. He has gone to a Super Bowl. So this man has knowledge that could bring you to the next level. Instead of y'all being crabs in a barrel, learn so that when it's your turn, you can then take that knowledge and go to the next level. And then you can bring up the next person. Reach one, teach one, instead of y'all us being crabs in a barrel. Because that's what it looked like. But overall, embarrassing. Y'all niggas got hip tossed by a six foot five, two hundred fifty pound motherfucker. Sucks to be up. Man, he ain't even come out his hoodie. <laughs> like he ain't dog. He ain't like pulled his pants up or nothing. Quincy. So, I've seen multiple videos on this incident. Apparently, Cam was trying to break up the initial fight. So, for those listeners who have seen the video, y'all know it's a dude in a backpack that gets a sucker punch in on Cam. Cam then proceeds to pick his ass up like a duffel bag and carry his ass over to the fence. But Cam initially, from multiple sources, was trying to break up the fight because he didn't want that type of energy around the kids. But uh, I'm telling you right now, if I'm a grown-ass man and I get yaga like Simba, like the Simba Lion King meme. No, no, I, I, I'm moving. I'm moving out of town. I'm moving across the country. I'm changing my name. Might get plastic surgery to change my face. You can't show your face no more. Yeah, no, not at all. That that you literally got picked up like a suitcase. No, he literally got moved like a chess piece. Basically, uh, like society. the pawn he is. Yes. Do you have any thoughts? No, you said all my thoughts. Fair enough. Mr. Smith. <laughs> I just wanted to give um, Ryan uh, Clark a chance mm -hmm. to, you know, give his thoughts on, because he actually had a really good explanation or a really good, like, Food for thought when it came to the whole situation. Cam a few times coaching and in beating him a few times coaching, he went directly at Cam with disrespectful thoughts of this, your, your Atlanta savior. Woo, 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 woo. There's so many people that think they should have made it. There's so many people that believe yep. that they're better. And yep. so that's their opportunity. No, I didn't make it to the league. I wasn't a great college player, but I could beat Cam in seven on seven. And what we don't, get some of the time, because I'm not going to put it on all black people. I'm not going to say all brothers or all sisters. 
act a certain way, but some of the times we don't get the, Channing, you made it. Let me talk to you and ask you about how you made it. Let me talk to you about the things that you pour into your life, you pour into your work that allowed you to be great. Freddie T, let me listen to you, right, and see how you've learned to continue to move and excel once football was over so I can get a piece of that. Instead, we got to find our way to beat you. We got to find our way to be better, with, better than you so we can pull you back in the bucket. That's what we're getting. And think about this. There ain't never been a time in your athletic life where you showed up somewhere and people didn't raise their level of intensity because Channing Crowder was there or because Fred T was there. This is if you hooping, if you playing softball, if you doing anything. They immediately see it as their chance to beat somebody who's been great at something. And I think when you get it to this point, though, like Freddie T says, it's a black eye for our entire community. So, I mean, that shit was real. And I'll take it just a little bit of a step further. Oftentimes we consume the media that kind of shapes how we view things, right? You have people, for instance, that, and no disrespect to the program, I understand its purpose at times, but you have people that watch Love and Hip Hop as just kind of like a, let me, you know, life is kind of life in right now. Let me look at this as like, okay, my life ain't as bad as these crazy ass people and I can laugh at it. For over the course of like this year, I've kind of reprogrammed my algorithm because let's be clear, Instagram does have an algorithm and what you look at, it will be like, hey, we saw this. You want to do this, 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 this. Instead of what I was looking at before, I've actually changed it to be like more workout motivational videos, more like healthy food or food spots. Shout out to Brother X that's been sending me like food spots in my area, you know, things like that, that kind of like are more kind of like a positive lifting. And the way that I look at it as... I'll take LeBron, for instance. LeBron is 39 years old, about to be 40. I think he turns 40 this year. LeBron has probably the best physique that I have seen from people in the league at that age. And I'm talking Vince Carter. I'm talking, sorry, Tisha Bay. I'm talking Kobe Bryant. All of them. This man still looks like he's like 31, 30 years old. If he can do that at 39, what's stopping me from even getting maybe a tenth of that at 36 right so stuff like that stuff like that mentality where it's like instead of me trying to be like you know what trash him i ain't gonna do nothing let me learn because learning is is fundamental and it's actually better for us to be able to say you know what this man has made it and he's showing us a little bit of what he can do let me take some of those notes so i can apply it to my life so that my mentality is better Right. Let me read. Let me do that. Instead of it being like, oh, no, nigga, what you ain't going to do, what you ain't going to do, pull up. The the person that teacher, I mean, that uh, Queen C was talking about, there was another person at the end that sucker punched Cam with one hit and then tried to pull his pants up. My nigga, I can tell you can't fight. Because instead of you being like, if I, there's a, there's people that are trained boxers that can throw combinations. You do a you do a punch and then you backed up so fast. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can tell you, 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 you the bitch in, in the situation. You, you caught him when he wasn't looking. But if you square up with Cam, you ain't winning. Even you know you're not winning that fight. So my takeaway from this is instead of us being the crabs in the barrel, learn to put forth the energy. And let's get back to how we used to be in the 90s and early 2000s where we're actually pouring into each other. Like I pour into Queen C. Like Queen C pours into to culture scientists. Culture scientists pours into Brother X. Brother X pours into Drewski. Drewski pours into Teacher Bay. Teacher Bay pours into all of us. We all can do that. Instead of us having this crab in a barrel mentality like you would see at AAU or you would see at these other places, stop doing that. 
because you get you get further in life when you pour into different pots instead of trying to take from the different pots. Snap, snap, end of rant. I step off my soapbox now. Bang, 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 bang. Honestly, I think that is a great note to leave that on. Don't really got to say much else beside that, man. Um, but listeners, I think we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close. Um, our transparent moment for this week, um, stay away from Bucci. Um, don't buy Cam. Um, if you were the insurrection ones, I'm scuffing your shoes and, um, try not to fly Delta when you can. All right. With that being said, guys, if you got any thoughts or any crazy stories or thoughts or opinions you want to share with us, you can hit us up on our social media at the TNT pod, one, two, three on Twitter. Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, Truth and Transparency Pod on TikTok, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on YouTube, and you can always hit us up on our email at truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com for the coach of scientists, for Mr. Smith, for Queen C, for all of our lovers and supporters, and everybody in between. If this podcast gets no bigger than what it is right now, we are forever grateful. They are forever grateful in the immortal words of my father. Eat the elephant one bite at a time. Peace. Don't get plowed like a tractor. Any more than words of time, you can have.